Uh, first of all, I just, who wants to thank Mariah for doing the light, stepping out of her comfort zone and doing that? That is great job, Mariah. Thanks, Amy, for your stuff as well, and Carlos, all of you that back there, I really appreciate it. But right now, so uh, hashtag stones, part six, uh, and so the title is Stones, Faith, Not Pedigree. So yeah, we're up to part six of this Stones series, last part, and so the title is Stones, Faith, Not Pedigree. So what's the title? Stones, Faith, Not Pedigree. What's it again? Stones, Faith, Not Pedigree. Good job, guys. So if you've got your, um, now we, the word pedigree, it's a funny word. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is dog food. Oh, who's heard of the, the dog food brand pedigree? Um, and so it's a kind of big one. What's Josh on about? Stones, uh, faith, not pedigree. But with this, um, as we go along, hopefully I can just um, unpack that a bit for us and we can understand the difference between stones of faith and not pedigree. So if you've got your Bibles, uh, shake it in the air. And then once you shake it in the air, go to Matthew chapter 3. So Matthew chapter 3. Slide it, um, flick it, however you get to, depending on what type of Bible you have. Yeah, reverse it. So Matthew chapter 3, and I'm going to read verse um, from verses 1 uh, to 2, then we're going to skip a few. So real cool. Matthew chapter 3. John the Baptist prepares a way. Uh, John the Baptist, sorry, baptized, that's funny. John the Baptist prepares a way. So in those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. And so uh, we'll just pause there. So this God, John the Baptist, uh, was obviously preaching about the kingdom of heaven is near. And so I just want to quickly pause between, before we read any more and say, there's, there is a hell and there is a heaven and there is a God and there is a devil. And so we honestly live in such a time and a place where uh, we've got to really understand that there is, um, there is a heaven, there is a hell. And, we got, and for us as Christians, ultimately we get to go awesome, we get to go to heaven. But there's also that, that element of, um, of evil in the world. And so uh, we've got to try and understand those principles. So um, yeah, so I believe in God, I believe in heaven. And because of that, I also believe there's a hell and a devil as well, which isn't cool. But we'll go down to verse 4, and we'll read on to verses 9. And so here, here's, oh no, sorry, verses 5 to verse 9. No, we'll miss 4. So the people from Jerusalem, from all over Judea, all over the Jordan Valley, went to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees, say many Pharisees and Sadducees, that's their tongue ties, but that's good. Good job, guys. Um, so when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees, whatever it's called, whatever those people are, coming to watch him baptize, um, watch him baptize, he denounced them. You brood of snakes. Pause there. You brood of snakes. And so kind of what he's saying is like we know at the start in Genesis where uh, where there's like the devil, like Satan. He was a snake, and so he's kind of almost saying you guys are like devils. Um, you brood of snakes, he exclaimed. Who warned you to flee God's coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we are safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing. For I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Like that, stones, like I'm pointing to them. And so, uh, 
After reading that, I'm just going to read that last verse again, then we'll pray. So, prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we are safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create um, children of Abraham from these very stones. Like that, like those, those stones there. So, we'll pr- quickly pray and we'll... Yeah, so Jesus, we thank you, thank you that you're with us right now. Uh, we pray that through the Holy Spirit, you convict us, compel us, uh, help us hear what you're trying to tell us. We thank you that uh, you're always speaking, and we just thank you that we're going to leave this place with a, a fresh understanding of you, Jesus, a fresh understanding for life, and we thank you that you're going to encourage us and help us become all that we can be. And we all said, Amen. So uh, back to the word pedigree. So stones, faith, not pedigree. And so this is what the dictionary uh, says about the word pedigree. So it's the record of descent um, of an animal showing it to be purebred. And so often this, uh, this record of descent is like, you call it the papers. And so often when you hear about like puppies, they might say, um, this breed with papers. And so that means it's a legitimate breed. And it often means like because it's a purebred, it costs more and it's worth more uh and then so that's so that's what a pedigree is it's about having this like legit pure purified breeder dog or whatever maybe animal it could be then another the second meaning of the word pedigree is the record are uh, the recorded ancestry uh of right they recorded ancestors of lineage of a personal family and so for example you might see a royal family and you'd go um, they are from a royal pedigree and so uh, uh, we're linking that back into the bible side of things and so the israelites who sometimes you would refer to as the jews um, were god's favored and blessed nation and people but simply because they were the descendants of a guy called abraham who we heard about before Um, and so because of their um, that these blessings and the favour they had from God due to being descendants of Abraham, they saw themselves as pedigree people on a class above every other human. And so then, then you have these guys called the Pharisees and the Sadducees. I don't even know if I'm saying Sadducees. I can't even pronounce it properly. But when uh, and these guys, they were like the they were kind of like the pastors of today. They were the religious law teachers, and so they were thought they were spiritually elite, and they thought that um, uh, they like they were the true Jewish. Um, pedigree of people but it's quite interesting because then john says god doesn't care about um about your pedigree and the true descent like um true descendants of abraham abraham has nothing to do with pedigree because of those stones and so that's and so that's what we're going to be talking about those stones that were that you can get true descendants of abraham from those very stones uh and so we go through um through to heaven, through faith, not our pedigree. Um, we don't go to heaven because our parents are good people. We go to heaven through our faith. And so that's a big key there for us is that um, we may, we may th- think, oh, our parents are cool, We've, we're safe. Uh, we might think uh, our, our ancestors, they're good people, we're safe. But um, just like those um, Pharisees and Sadducees, they, they had it all together but that doesn't what count. What counts is our faith and us personally. And so we'll go to um, the book of James and we'll look at uh, verse 2 there. So James verse 2. And I'll read 14 to 17 and then 19 to 23. So this is what it says. Faith without deeds is dead. So what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, that's us, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has food or clo- or who has no food or clothing, 
and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then do nothing, and uh, wait, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It is dead and useless. Now we'll go to verse 19, which is there. You, you say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in fear. How foolish. Can you see that faith without deeds is dead? Um, without good deeds is useless. Uh, don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with uh, with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And it so happened, just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called a friend of God. You see, so you see, you are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. And so that was um, some interesting stuff there uh, regarding uh, Abraham again. And so um, faith isn't just this thing of what we believe, because as, as it said there, even the demons believe. And so our faith is this thing of, um, yes, it is, it is half of believing. So, and this is where I'll get my illustration here. So we got here the verb ball. Also, that the ball's got verb on it. It's the verb ball. And so when I was in year six, uh, my year six teacher, you know, back in primary school, we had the one teacher for every subject before you go to middle school and you have different teachers. Well, so year six, um, uh, my favourite teacher I ever had, year six was my best year ever. Mr. Jones was a gun at Murraylands Christian College. If you're still teaching and listening to the podcast, Mr. Jones, you were the gun. But um, so he taught us, because like in English, we got like all these things in our, in our language, like... So in a sentence structure, you've got like verbs, nouns. So nouns like a play, person, place or thing. Adjectives, pronouns. We, you've, hopefully you learned all about that at school. But one thing we have in our sentences are verbs. And so uh, the, what he did to help us learn about what a verb is, and it worked well because I still remember it, is the verbal. And so what a verbal does is, so a verb is a doing or action word. So bouncing. It's a verb. It's a doing word. So whatever the ball did, the verbal did, is what a verb is. So, for example, like rolling, that's a verb. And so whatever I do with this verb ball is a verb. And so that's how we learn what verbs are. It's doing action words. And so for us, so like, I don't know what you want to do with the ball. Bounce it, throw it, um, uh, spin it. Like verbs. They're all like, all those words are verbs. And so with this verb ball, it's that verbs and faith are very similar and so like they're almost like parallel so they're not the same but they're parallel in meaning and so um a verb uh is is doing and faith is doing faith isn't just this thing of believing because for example the verbal can spin but until you spin it it's not spinning um a verbal can bounce but until you bounce it it's just there and so with faith it's just like that. The verbal can say believe to spin, but until it spins, it's not doing it. It's not being a verb. And so with faith, we can, um, we can believe something, but until we actually live it out, it's, it's, not, it's not there. And so it's, it's an interesting analogy, but that's how hopefully you can remember. So the verbal is a doing thing. You've got to be able to bounce, spin, but it can't do that until you actually do it. It has a potential, but it doesn't do it. When with faith, it's the same. We, we can uh, believe it, but even the demons believe in God, but what, what are our actions to go, 
um, to live that out. And so then uh, I'll quickly uh, read this in Romans 2, 28 to 29. You are not a true Jew, Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is the one whose heart is right with God and a true circumcision is not merely obeying the, the letter of the law, rather it is a change of heart produced by the Spirit. And a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not people. So I want to say this, God looks at faith, but man looks at pedigree. And so I'll say that again, man, uh, God looks at faith, but man looks at pedigree. And so... Um, and so our faith is our action. Our faith is what, well, what, what causes me to step out? What causes me to do this, do that, et cetera, et cetera? And so we, we saw in that, in that Bible verse in Matthew these very stones. And so we can see these stones here. Um, they look useless. They look, like we look at them, what, they're pointless. They're inadequate. Uh, they're uh, unqualified. There's nothing good in them. But as uh, uh, John said, um, God can make um, true descendants of Abraham from these very stones because it's the action, it's the faith. And so he was saying that he could, he could, God can, has no limit to turn these stones into um, true sons of Abraham because of the actions that they do and the faith that they will have. And so for us, um, it, it doesn't matter about how cool our parents are, what our parents have done. It's about the actions that we do. It's about the things, the choices that we make. And so just like these useless stones, we as people could be so useless, so dumb, so unqualified, whatever it could be. But when we choose to um, have faith and actions, we see ourselves like those stones becoming true sons of Abraham. So I want to go to then, uh, if we've got, got on your Bibles again, go to Luke uh, chapter 19. So Luke chapter 19, and we'll read from verse 5 to verse 9. Who's, who's got that? Luke 19, 5 to 9. So when Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quickly come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly came down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement. And joy, but the people were displeased. He has gone to be a guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I'll give half my wealth to the poor, Lord, and if I have cheated people on their taxes, I'll give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown to be himself to be a true son of Abraham. And so uh, uh, then, for, uh, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Now, I think that's um, uh, pretty interesting there. So if we see that situation there, so this guy Zacchaeus, Jesus calls him and says, hey, I want to have... I want to be your buddy. I want to come to your house tonight. But then the people grumbled and said, why... This guy's a sinner. Why the heck does Jesus want to be with a sinner? But the thing is, like we saw before, a true Jew is the one that is, uh, is, it's about their actions. And that's how you're a true, a true descendant of Abraham because it's about the faith. It's not about your pedigree. It's not about what you do as a person, like what people think about you. And at, at, at the end of that Romans verse, it said, um, a, true, a true descendant of Abraham um, does things that please God, not people. And so we see here, Zacchaeus definitely didn't please people, but he pleased God. And so the people, um, if it was a people's choice, they were looking at Zacchaeus' pedigree, and he had no pedigree. He was a sinner. He did things that they didn't agree with. But I can tell you today, if you don't, you may feel like you're the Zacchaeus situation where you go, you know what? 
people around me think I'm useless. People around me think I'm unqualified. People around me think I can't do jack. But honestly, if you go to that time where you go, Jesus, I see you. Jesus, I want to be with you. When you go to that place where you have faith and your actions reflect to Jesus with that, you go to a place where... uh, your pedigree doesn't matter because God doesn't look at that. He looks at your faith and he looks at your actions. And so uh, I have, and so uh, Zacchaeus got, we see in that situation, he goes, you know what, I've, he goes, you know what, I've pretty much wasted all my life. Um, but he decides, you know what, with my faith, I've seen Jesus f- f- clearly for my first time in my life. And I, he made a decision to go, you know what, despite the things I've done in the past, I'm now going to be giving so much more. And so I would, I will even just quickly add this as well, that so at at the start, I said, I believe there's a heaven and a hell, and I believe there's a God and a devil. And so this Zacchaeus, he lived his life serving the devil in a way, not like he was worshipping the devil, but he, got, he, would, he went stealing and living against what God would. But when he had an encounter with Jesus and he had faith, his faith um, went into action. And he goes, you know what? I have lived wrong, but now I'm here to bring heaven on earth. I'm here now to... My, I can use what I have been given from God to bring heaven on earth. And I believe we have an awesome opportunity in, that, in our life to go, you know what, we're not just here by mistake. We're not just here for no reason. We're here to bring heaven on earth. And so um, we live in a broken world through sin and the devil is pretty much trying to make life on earth hell. That's his... his um, uh, his aim, but I believe as Christians, as believers in Jesus, our mission is to bring heaven on earth until we get to heaven. And so, um, well, now a, a verse we should all know from this series is Ecclesiastes three five: a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. And so, I believe one youth is um, is coming to a place of scattering stones. But for that, we've got to become a place where we gather stones, we gather the people in. And so, back to last year, who remembers the release the animals theme? Yeah, I do. And so I really still strongly believe and pray that we're going to be a place where just like the animals came to the ark and then there was a time and a place there for like how many, 40 days or whatever it was, and then they were released to be fruitful and multiply. I believe that each one of us here are coming to a place where we go, you know what, we're going to commit to being with Jesus, we're going to commit to growing ourselves, growing with people that will then get to a time where we are released to be fruitful and multiply. And how cool was it seeing Charlotte this morning at church in the keyboard? Again, there's a thing where just like it, she's not an animal, but she's a human but just like this the the parallel to the bible is the principle the spiritual principles that she comes to youth practices develops that craft and then we get to release her to church and then there'll be a time where we'll release her to other places and i just think that's awesome but then yeah so ecclesiastes 3 5 a time to gather uh, scatter stones and a time to gather stones and we flip that that there's a time to gather stones and a time to scatter stones which links us back to 1 samuel chapter 17 and in if you've read one Samuel chapter 17 is like the most famous chapter in the Bible, really, about David and uh, Goliath. And, uh, and, and we see in this situation, just like there's a time to gather stones and there's a time to scatter stones, this guy called David saw some stones, random, dodgy-looking, no-value stones in a stream. He collects them and he uses them to then... Uh, to take out Goliath. And so Goliath for us represents the voices and the intimidation in our life. So um, Nikita, I don't know what intimidates you. Ellie, I don't know what voices speak against you. I don't. Ellie, uh, Chelsea, Derek, I don't know the voices that intimidate you. I know there's voices of discouragement that get to me. And so like we saw, we see in one, chap, um, 1 Samuel 17, Goliath is saying like, um, 
you'll be our slaves. Like, you can't get anyone that can defeat me. And so there's voices in our lives that go, you know what, you can't do this, Josh. One youth, you can't do that. But I believe that we're going to be youth ministry like we'd when David picked up these useless stones, those useless stones became dangerous and they became deadly and they ended up taking out the voice. And so these huge, big things that are intimidating us, so for example, I, the, a, a Goliath voice for us at One Youth is that, um, uh, that in general, over Port Lincoln history that I've seen in my time here is that a youth ministry will rise and get good, then it will die away. But I'm going, you know what, we're going to be the stones that says that voice, that intimidation thing's going to go, you know what, that doesn't belong here. Another one is that um, you can't break 30 people at youth, but we're going, you know what, we're going to be the stones that go, we're committed to taking out that voice. Um, uh, there's, there's so many voices that like in a Goliath that is like a giant that seems so intimidating, so scary, but we've got to go, you know what, God, we believe that uh, we, we are stones of, like, of faith and we're going to, um, it doesn't matter about our pedigree, uh, as long as we choose to see you, to see you in our situation, we're going we're gonna to be a, 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 a faith person that we see these voices and these giants destroyed. So if I can just quickly get you up, Sam, and just play one of the songs that you think is best suited. Um, and so, yeah, and so back to, the, back to these scary voices. So ultimately, I think, I think a, a voice of, of Goliath that faces us that says that you, you can't have a healthy, growing youth ministry in Port Lincoln. But I go, you know what? I go say, God, we, I believe that one youth is going to be a place full of stones. One youth is going to be a place of, of people of faith that we go, you know what? It doesn't matter how cool our parents were or how bad our parents were. Um, we, it's our actions. It's our choice that sees a change. Um, other ones is like the, on the Air Peninsula. We can never see multiple healthy youth ministries on the Air Peninsula. But I gotta go, we've got to believe that we go, Jesus, we thank you that we're going to see multiple um, healthy, strong uh, uh, youth ministries, and we get to be the stones. So, just like a stone here looks so pointless, so dumb, so simple, but just like that, just like um, John says in Mark, God can make these 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 simple stones um, into true um, descendants of Abraham. He can turn us and use us to be true descendants of Abraham, in which we live a life of bringing heaven on earth. And so. Uh, 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 yeah, and so I, as I, what I, what we're going to do now is we're going to go get into a time of um of of uh, into some song here, and I just want to for whatever it is for you, you I don't know what voices are challenging you, I don't know what voices are intimidating you, but back at, at the start there in Matthew where we saw um, uh, the Sadducees and Pharisees, and God was like to them. Um, uh, no, what John said, uh, it, that stuff doesn't matter how good you are, what praise you get from people doesn't count. What counts is your faith and what counts is, is you, um, you choosing to action. So like our, our verbal here, I want, you, I want to encourage you to, today to go, God, what, what is it that I need to do? Um, just like this verbal here, it doesn't bounce until we, we release it to bounce. What are the things that I need to do? What do I need to release in my life? And so I don't know what things that you might um, str- struggle with in your mind. I don't know what are the things that you go, you know what, uh, my, I, 
I don't have cool parents. I don't have um, uh, a good example to follow. But that doesn't matter. You, I believe in each one of you that you can have the chance to go, you know what, I, I'm going to step out. I'm going to have faith. And so if we can just have the lights come down, Carlos, and we'll, um, and we'll just, uh, uh, in whatever way right now, whether we sit and close our eyes, um, if you could just sing a song, Sam, and we'll just uh, have a, f- a few moments where I wanna, want us to just connect to God in whatever way we can and say, God, help me have faith. Help me not worry about the pedigree that surrounds me and just really uh, focusing on God.